0: it's candace and kayla and you're listening to directionally challenged i mean we thought by our 30s we would know where we're going in life but surprise we don't (laughs) so let's
2: stop and ask for directions from today's guest brie emery what
0: does the word anxiety mean to you kayla uh, oh, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> just Let's just dive right, right in. <laughs> in.
2: <laughs> um, I, no pressure. I guess for me, anxiety means struggling to cope with something that others don't struggle with, or what does it mean to you?
0: I came up with, I just was thinking about it because I feel like I understand the feeling of anxiety. I understand anxiousness. Um uh-huh. And then it led me, led me to start Googling like actual anxiety disorder and what that means. Mm-hmm. And I feel like anxiety for me, my personal definition of it is emotional quicksand. Mm. It's like this imagery where I just keep sinking deeper and deeper and deeper into myself and I just can't get, get out. out. And then the idea of like struggling to get out of it sets me into a more of a panic. And I'm just like scraping at sand that just keeps that then just makes me sink deeper into it. That's such a visual.
2: I think for me, I know that my anxiety usually is associated with social anxiety, anything social. So if I'm going to be out in the public eye where someone's going to judge me or has maybe they won't judge me, but I think they will. And then I, when I spiral is when I think of all the things others are going to judge me about. And then it just continues to go down. Yeah. How about you? Like your outfit choice? Oh, I have a I have a weird <laughs> form of anxiety that Candace is, has brought to my attention. That if I don't, it takes me a while in my closet to figure out what I'd like to wear. And if I can't figure it out, I, I have anxiety that it's that I'm going to be too dressed up, too dressed down. It feels so shallow to say,
0: but it's a real thing. It's funny. It's the only time I really see you not have your shit together. Yeah, it's like you've you, seen me in a lot of different. I've areas seen you of my in a life. lot of different areas of your life, highs, lows, mm-hmm. personal professional, like the, all, the whole thing. We've seen each other in those areas. This is the one area where I'm always just like, now I know what to do. But it's usually when we're going somewhere and it's an event or it's like a big party. Mm-hmm. And I'll come over to your place because I'll know like, okay, it's just easier and you're probably still getting ready. <laughs> and Tanner will just like greet me at the door and be like, she's in the back. And I'm like, step aside. She's just like, got like four outfits and she's like, which what is is the green too much? Is this too fancy? Now what purse do I do? I, it's
2: the problem. The problem is nothing's enough. And I yeah. think it just stems from me not feeling like I'm enough. It's not the outfit. I it's know. just, it's, you know. It, yeah, it's, it's
0: the emotional stuff underneath that. Yes. And that's what's so funny, because it's like you look wonderful and everything. It's not like you're back there being like, well, I've got my ripped jeans. And yeah, and I yeah. don't know how to dress for this occasion. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how to dress appropriately <laughs> per the occasion. And it's it's always an emotional thing. But yeah. it's so interesting. That's usually the time that I've seen you. And I'm just like, we're
2: just going there to have fun. And the good news is I'm grateful to have you because you will genuinely say, put this on, wear this, this is your purse. These are your shoes. And I'm like, okay,
0: great. And I put it on and we leave. (laughs) It's true. And Tanner's like, always like giving me a fist bump on the way out. Yeah. Um, But I feel like we all do that for each other. I mean, thank goodness that we've found each other in these female friendships that we have Mm -hmm. because just moving back to LA after being in Atlanta, you've been such like a North star for me throughout all of this. Mm. And even just being able to talk through feelings of, wow, I went from having a very scheduled life Mm. and that kind of became my identity was this job and a show. And it was the same thing every year. And now not having that, um, I had to look at that and say, okay, that that's okay. And it really took, talking to you to get me to that place. I
2: think even just you knowing that you had most of your identity in that show shows how much self-work you've already done being back. Which I had to work to that point because I
0: really thought it was just me coming back to LA being like, oh my gosh, I'm the only one who doesn't know how to wake up in the morning and be super productive and happy and know my self-worth and know who I am and know what I'm contributing to the world. Like everyone else knows how to do that. It's just me who is in my (laughs) 30s and have not figured that out. But I, I, I am comforted by talking about it, I'm comforted by other people talking about it when they do share on social media. Um, Even our guest today, Brie Emery, Mm -hmm. I was really comforted earlier this year when I was just feeling lost within my own self and feeling like I just wanted to be in my own shell and seeing her open up on her social media about her anxiety. And I read the other day that she was one of Forbes top influencers yeah. last year. So for
2: her to be one of the advocates for talking about it and being open about her anxiety and not just saying, "Oh, life is great. Everything's perfect." I I really commend her on it. I admire her so much.
0: Yeah. Well, we have an impressive lady on today who's going <sighs> to normalize a lot of those feelings. We just
2: love her and I'm sure you guys do too. Bree Emery is coming up right after the break.
0: We're so excited. <laughs> Everyone meet Brie Emery. Um, Just, you know, that local LA graphic designer slash art director slash founder of Design, Design Love Fest. Fest. Oh my
3: gosh. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> we
0: worked on
2: that. We are friends <laughs> and that fans of Bree, and we've wanted her to come on the podcast for a while and
0: we are so happy that you are here. My
3: first podcast. Oh we are
0: my goodness. Well, I have a big question because there's a place that you've been a huge part of for the past couple of years that deeply affects my personal life um, uh-huh. on a daily basis. What was it like seeing your company at Target for the first time? <laughs> because that's like the mothership to yeah. me. Like it's like a beacon of light that draws me to it day after day. <laughs>
3: that was definitely like one of those like monumental moments where you walk in and you're just like, this is not real. Yeah. You know, it's just one of the coolest parts of my career and i think that was like what two or three years ago when we came out with the plates and i just remember just like standing there looking at them like over and over <laughs> so it wasn't
2: until you actually saw it in person that it. Oh, hit yeah you.
0: no not until you see it there is <laughs> it normal That's like so you're just cool. I mean, I felt cool by association, just buying the cups. I'd be like, oh, these coffee cups that I designed last fast. Yeah. My friend bought some them. other cups that were
3: accidentally stocked on my no, part, no. And she's like, I got your cups. I'm like, those aren't mine. She's like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then you had luggage, correct? Yeah, and now yeah. you're doing... We're
3: doing luggage again this year, too, oh, which I don't know. If it's, I don't think it's a secret, but it's pretty soon for holiday.
0: And you've been killing it with the furniture. (laughs) Furniture, too. I mean... We're going all segments. I
2: know. (laughs) I mean, do you not feel like,
3: what else can I do in my life that
2: impresses (laughs) anyone?
3: I don't know. My job is kind of just, like, all over the place. Like, I like to just, like, experiment and try what feels good and then either keep going with it or not. Like, that's what I think is probably the coolest part of the job is that you just get to try new things as much as possible
0: yeah constantly create yeah.
3: with different products and
0: putting your yeah. spin
3: on it like it's so complicated like sometimes like uber drivers will be like what do you do?" And i just i'm like <laughs> dentist i can't get I into <laughs> it <laughs>
0: it's it too it's
3: too random for like i always feel like so much of your stuff
2: has in so much inspiration mm-hmm. behind it do, what do you do when you feel like there's a lack of that or do you ever feel oh that? yeah
3: i mean i definitely go through like certain months where, you know, you're not motivated or you're just not finding anything new and, you know, you're scrolling through the internet, everything starts to look the same. But I would say pretty much 98% of the time, if I just get in my car and go somewhere new or get on a plane and go somewhere new, I'm going to have new ideas and I'm going to be inspired. It has to be somewhere new for me. And that could be down the street. You know, like I just... I tend to kind of get to isolate myself cause I'm a, I'm like an introvert extrovert. So I like love being at home, but it's, there's no ideas at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some, you know, but like, I tend to just like hole in my couch and sit there and be like, why am I not having any ideas? And it's because I'm not going outside and, and like living your life. Yeah, and-, and that's where I'm saying like, it can be hard. Like this year I was like in a depression for like two months and I was just like, I didn't want to talk to anyone or go outside and, be around anyone and I was like why is like work not coming to me and why do I feel like you know everything's ending and it's just like I wasn't it was right when I was like every day you're gonna go outside you're gonna get dressed and you're gonna go outside and then it's just like things started like taking form you know like I just that was really a deep part of that question. No, no. it's interesting (laughs) that
0: actually started when we were just, when Kayla and I were discussing starting a podcast Mm -hmm. and thinking of other friends that we know who have just in our minds just uber successful have Mm -hmm. all of their shit together (laughs) your name is what was coming up because we're like just looking at your incredibly incredible lifestyle blog and all of the companies that you work with and including obviously target seeing your products (laughs) on a day-to-day basis it was hard when you started posting on your own personal instagram about the fact that you were suffering with depression and yeah. the, in talking about your anxiety and talking mm-hmm. about your history with depression and anxiety. Yeah. It was a really incredible moment of just realization of like, Oh, it one way, one thing can appear so wonderful right. online, but then the reality can be so different. And it's yeah. like, you really brought these two worlds together of mm-hmm. like uh, honesty um, and, and also productivity. And mm-hmm. so it, it. and a lot of times
3: anxiety and those things can, can drive success. Well, you know, there's a lot of fear in being anxious and I think it's really benefited me as well to have that fear. It doesn't always benefit me, but I think especially in my earlier years, like I just was so afraid to fail and I was so afraid that I wasn't gonna be doing what I wanted to do. And so I was just like motivated by maybe not the best things, you know, but like it kind of worked as well, you know, so it's like finding the balance of like, when does that hinder you
0: and you've been openly discussing anxiety and Mm -hmm. depression for a while even just me going back through your blog and looking up older articles I mean I
3: started my blog in I think 2009 and it was it was truly just a journal at that point there was no like Pinterest it was just basically me posting like mary kate and ashley photos you know or like just random like nylon magazine vibe like thinking i'm like so emo you know (laughs) so i would like write these things and it would be like i'm so anxious today like i've i've had anxiety my whole life since I, i was a child you know so like i've always been open to it and then when people started kind of naturally reading it they were drawn to those parts that were very vulnerable and i don't think that i've Like, I don't have a lot of boundaries when it comes to, and maybe I should have more, but when it comes to sharing anxiety, because it's just such a part of my daily life, you know, to where I'm like, there is no time anything exciting is going on that week where I'm not having anxiety as well. Was
2: there a specific moment that you decided to share that with followers or Mm -hmm. was it, has it always just been innately in you and you just needed to share that well
3: I really try to strike the balance of like having privacy but also sharing and it's sometimes difficult to find that balance Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'll sometimes get this feeling of like I can help someone by saying this you know and I'll just write it right away you know I'll just write that post or write that Instagram and I would say that's like maybe like once a month or you know maybe once every two months or kind of just when I feel like this is a good thing to share this is like I've I understand what's going on. I can write it clearly. I've thought about it and I'll just write it. And people are always, you know, one of my most popular posts was like me talking about like gaining a bunch of weight and feeling really depressed and like what I did, like always the vulnerable stuff is going to be interesting to people, but I really try to not overplay that. That's one, one thing I think you do so well is actually being authentic
0: mm-hmm. in
2: discussing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you also so give a lot of literature, a lot of books that you had read. Right. Like when any time I've seen your post, it's like, hey, these are the things that worked for me today. Right. Where I I read all that and I see all that and I go, wow, like that makes me feel better. That makes mm-hmm. me be able to understand my anxious feelings and yeah. my. I, you know, because I've never been diagnosed with like any sort of anxiety disorder mm-hmm. or depression, mm-hmm. but I definitely have had mood swings. Yeah. I've had low times. Right. I've, you know, I'm gratefully and happily in therapy, mm-hmm. and I know the things that I'm learning. The things that work for me, yeah, and especially given the platform of being in entertainment and having yeah. been on a popular show yeah. and wanting to open up and be more vulnerable with young people about, right. hey, we can talk about mental health and mm-hmm. we can talk about the lows and the highs. My problem is before I would even go to post something like that, the idea of pushing send and sharing all of that with a bunch of people I don't don't know gives me so much anxiety Really, as opposed to just sitting down and like... Telling everyone at dinner, like, oh my gosh, let me tell you about this day. And then mm-hmm. I was crying. And then, you know, if I was just at a small environment, I'm totally fine with right. it. But it, even if it's just a small table of strangers, I mean, I just did a, a fan convention. And I feel like in those, like, little meet and greet rooms, I could be more vulnerable right, than the right. idea of th- telling things on social but it's media. it's just when it feels right, you know? Like, yeah. I
3: don't have that fear of, like, when I hit send. Like, the only fear—I don't have the fear of being vulnerable. I have the fear of being taken wrong, Not being taken seriously. Maybe people think I'm being dramatic if they don't understand it. You know, like I have all sorts of fears of how people will translate it, but I don't have the fear of like when I share it, knowing that like so many people are going to feel that same way. But I just, you know, I do question, I reread it. Like, is this going to be taken as dramatic or trying to get attention or yeah. you know like you you get in your head about that kind of stuff but that's why I just do it when I fully feel that feeling like write it down and send it quick that's cool you, <laughs> you trust know? your gut yeah I yeah. really do because sometimes I've written it out and I'm like it doesn't feel right mm-hmm. you know like maybe it just something feels off and I have always in my career and life gone so massively off my gut And I just think that's what everyone should do (laughs) because it's telling you, you know, something strong. That's so fantastic. I love that. Hey,
2: guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. (laughs)
1: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why UnitedHealthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good
0: We're back. When you are having an anxiety attack, yeah. are you able to hear your gut at that point? Are you able to know and click into okay, this is what I've done in the past that takes me out of this. This yeah. is these are the mantras or these are the or whatever works for you or yeah. the breathing or getting outside. Like it
3: usually it means I need to eat
0: something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell
3: you how many times I've just needed a freaking snack. <laughs> you know, yeah. like but um, even that is knowing yourself well yes, enough yeah. to know that you, you need learn that. yourself and you you go through that like checklist of like Am I starving? Am I, you know, am I triggered? Is yeah. something from my past coming up that doesn't belong here that I can, you know, <laughs> I sound like a therapist, but that's cuz I'm in therapy, but that, I mean you'd learn
0: to to
3: understand what's happening to your body and your mind and
0: I mostly get triggered into ing- I I'll get triggered into I don't have a lot of panic attacks, but the times that I have, it's usually been in a fight and within a personal relationship. And even though it has nothing to do with like a current relationship, it's realizing like, oh, these are from way past fights from years ago. And if I just hear one word or an inflection of something, it just like sends me back into like a past experience. Yeah. Like,
3: I mean, my therapist will say like, this is 90% like, your translation is off. Yeah. Maybe it's 10% real. Like what you're feeling about what that person said, but it's getting muddy based on, you know, your old wounds. Yeah. You know, and we all have so many wounds from our past, (laughs) like in whatever ways. And I feel like that for me, like mine goes back so far, like in my childhood that, you know, my, my way of coping is control. And so when I'm out of control, I get nervous I get panicked like I want to know you know what's happening because that feels safe space for me so I try to just find the control in whatever ways I can like you said you set out the snacks and that makes you you know what I mean like you just (laughs) your need to control something is just like managing your fear or whatever is going on
2: do you guys find in what we do as artists that we have such a lack of control that we yeah. then are forced to find control in other ways i think we like it too it's like we crave <laughs> yeah, it we need,
3: it's just like such a push pull i'm like because then when it does work out it's the
0: validation yeah, it's of like, yes, of i've been chosen <laughs> yeah we're like masochists or yeah. something i don't know <laughs> kayla did you having a mom that that's a therapist my did, mom is a therapist yes. oh nice i know I mean, ama- my yeah. dream. That is I my know. dream. Is it? It is, though. <laughs> I know. Here's the thing. She does a
2: good job of putting her mom hat on and then putting her therapist, ha- yeah. therapist hat on. Yeah. But there are times when you just can't help it because it's what you do. Totally. So there were many times in life where I benefited from it. And then many times in life where I just thought, you know, it might be nice to not yeah. be analyzed right now. Totally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but does she give you tools as you're growing up to like, do you because I feel like anytime you and I have talked about we're both stressed kind of about similar things mm-hmm. the way you handle it is seems like so what everything I'm trying to do to handle yeah. it that way oh wow do you think though like the way that you already know like okay yeah I've just been off my morning pages or I've been off my meditation and mm-hmm. you know what I just need to like get out I just need to exercise a little bit more you know what I really just need a night in alone but it kind of mm-hmm. sounds
3: like you're just really good at like maybe
0: self compassion well i think i also you know, because that's so
3: huge yes, yeah th- definitely and that's maybe from the therapist mom i Absolutely. don't know <laughs>
2: <laughs> i have like what i like to call a toolbox with like yeah. a bunch of tools in it that mm-hmm. i can pull out at any time and mm-hmm. yeah self compassion is is one of the things that feeds that i you know i'll know okay you're right tonight i need to i just need to write i have to sit and write in a, in give me a piece of paper and a pen and I'll just sit and write until I feel better or I need to go out
3: with my girlfriends and let Mm -hmm. loose give me a shot of tequila it just depends on what it is oh it sounds like you're also patient with yourself a lot of times you can get really frustrated if you're not if you're off and you don't know why yeah but if you have self-compassion and if you have patience like you're in a lot better spot you know because you can be like I'm gonna see how I feel tomorrow after I write Brie if you ever don't feel inspired you can just become a therapist
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would go to you. <laughs> I know I love how I'm you also can, in therapy once yeah. a week,
3: so I might just be talking through Lauren right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lauren! Shout out! Yeah. Shout out to Lauren. <laughs> I but I love that because I would just go like, great. Now I'm going to sit down and write. Well, what if I don't have anything to write about? Great. Is this just wasting more time? Should I be doing something more productive? Like you go down the spiral. I spiral yeah. out, mm-hmm. um, and that leads me into my own like level of anxious feeling anxious right um and it's only been it's really been since like just a huge career change of mm-hmm. like the show came to an end and it was the first time in almost a decade where my life wasn't on a schedule i'm sure that was like many feelings it was so many feelings yeah. and, and probably fear. still is,
3: and two it yeah. hasn't been that long it has not been that long right. and you get so used to just a routine like you're yeah. saying and then it all shifts like Naturally, our lives will, but like, I can't imagine the fear of like that kind of stability changing would be. Well, really throw me off my rocker. Throw me <laughs> off my rocker.
0: Um, but what works for you then? Do you, do you know what you can do in moments where you feel yourself spiraling? I'm trying to get reconnected with exactly what you're saying, like going different places. I know I'm always rejuvenated by travel mm-hmm. and reminding myself, it doesn't have to be on an airplane, like mm-hmm. going D- to the beach Joshua we live in Tree. California you know, in Joshua you just Tree wherever. driving to a different restaurant that I'm not used yes. to going to or I just love you said just down the block yeah. walking <laughs> down the street you know wander. down a different street yeah it's and like, I've had to especially like having a two and a half year old she loves going to the park like yeah. it's even just letting go of some of the stressors of I have this level of productivity that yeah. I have to control because I don't feel like I'm in control Yeah, and just saying like no actually I need to get in inspired Mm -hmm. by just being inspired and exploring and you know feeling like a kid and going to the craft store and painting with my two year old like that's actually going to do more for my creativity than sitting there and like scrolling and like stressing out my brain and my soul and Mm -hmm. my skin
3: and it all you can send yourself into like such a disaster zone (laughs) and I feel like the biggest thing like just because I can remember the depression this year you know I can get so like I'm worthless. I can't mm-hmm. pick myself up. I have this like lucky life and I'm not even caring about it. Like I, how do I like take all this for granted? I I just get mean as hell to myself. Yeah. You know, and like no, I, now the dishes are like this and like you did that and you couldn't you, know, you just get so mean. So on days like that when yeah. you feel that way, mm-hmm. how
2: do you then Work because mm-hmm. your work is so the opposite of that. It's bright and happy right. and it's inspiring, and mm-hmm. inspires so many people.
3: <laughs> or
1: do you? Do you just? Uh,
3: I I do isolate myself, which is not always the best, but. I I have learned to compartmentalize the two because it's been in my life for so long Mm -hmm. that it can almost be like as much as I like to keep it like my personality, I can sometimes just be happy, breathe that day and not in a way that feels fake. Like I can channel Mm. that in myself, you know, and it's like and then still be this like person in a robe on a couch who can't like be nice to herself. But I feel like lately I've been better at like do something that you think that you wouldn't do like I saw like I posted on stories that I had this crock pot and you know when you soak the crock pot like really you just don't want to wash it you know (laughs) what I mean so like it sits in there and you're soaking it and I'm like in my head like I'm not gonna clean that because I'm sad and I'm down and I'm like what would happen if I just cleaned the crock pot and like just do it right now like totally unexpected something that you would never do and I felt like I had won some sort of huge marathon situation, like I—I I don't. You can't even win a marathon; you just run things. a marathon. But like, I was feeling like on top of the world because I washed the crock pot because I just didn't think I was going to. Well, you be pushed able yourself, yeah, yeah, and I pushed myself, and I was—it was unexpected. So lately, I've been kind of trying to trick myself and do these like, what do you think you wouldn't do? you wouldn't wash your face before bed. What if you did? <laughs> you know. You're almost
2: playing like double dare with I know, yourself. I
3: love it. I, <laughs> I play a lot of weird games with myself. So this is just the current one right now.
0: <laughs> That's a good one though. <laughs> That's a perfect one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, it's just even, I luckily I found, I felt so, confined by my closet and my room and moving from... Because I moved from Atlanta, Georgia, and Denver, Colorado. Mm -hmm. So I had two different closets and house selling and apartment selling and all the kids and toddlers and Mm -hmm. like... Combining my husband's house and my house, yeah. it was a lot all at once. And I realized in this new venture of just trying to like find my piece and filling up my own gas tank, mm-hmm. like I even reached out to a friend. I, like our friend Amanda came over and helped mm-hmm. me completely. Like took out everything in my closet she and put it. Like she would be good at that. She's very good at it. <laughs> we knocked another... it out in like four hours. Yes. <laughs> but it's important to have that like system around you. And that was something that helped me too. Just being like, okay, I can be vulnerable and reach out to a friend. And say yeah. I'm feeling really overwhelmed by this and I know mm-hmm. you're good at it and I know if you help me with this yeah. I'm gonna be in a better place emotionally that
2: yeah. right there is one of your tools then yeah. to reach out to a friend when you need them mm-hmm. because sometimes I find when you're in that dark place that's when it gets even harder and you to get reach really out.
3: guilty yeah in that yeah. space you have like a lot of shame and a lot of guilt and that holds you back from asking for help or doing what you need and like those friends like you. I did it today in the car. I was like, Hey, I just got a gauge and I've been on the phone for 60 hours. <laughs> I normally would help plan this trip, but like, can you please help me? Like, I, I, I'm happy to help. Him. You know, like I just asked for what I need. She's like, I'm happy to do that. Yeah, you know, so like ask your help. friends want to help you, you know, and like you get so guilty and like feel bad all day. And you're like, really, you could have just been like, Hey, I love you. Can you help me out? Mm -hmm. You know, and usually they want to. That's great. (laughs) That's a good tool.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I just watched 500 Days of Summer Mm -hmm. on the plane. And I know it's it is kind of that rom-com more of a movie, but I do still love the imagery when they're going throughout the whole story and they start to draw in black and white and Mm -hmm. then it slowly starts to turn into color again. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's always the best feeling when you're coming out of it of just oh like God. you start to see you're like oh my gosh like the trees are green yeah. and it's a different color green I and just took like a breath I'm like yes yeah <laughs> like, you know, that I mean because I had that this yeah. year for sure
3: I mean I went out of medicine and that was like I got a coloring book you yeah. know like I was just like I feel myself like I feel like I can breathe you know and like I know medicine's not for everyone but it was for me yeah you know and it like completely flip me over into a good space. I'm really grateful for it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we're grateful that you were willing to be so vulnerable on your social media. It definitely, at a time when I was feeling overwhelmed, it really made me feel less overwhelmed mm-hmm. and less it took some of the weight off that I was putting on myself Mm -hmm. and it inspired me because you were also, you had all these tools. Like I love Mm -hmm. this. That's my new favorite word. I just got from this talk, like this idea of like a toolbox and, and we do all need tools. Mm. And is there anything you want to leave us with tools for Kayla and I, or for listeners or something that you learned this year, like a place that you went to or, or a book that you read? (laughs) That made you think. Or like even a store, like a memory of... Well, in in terms of anxiety, do you mean like tools for that?
3: (sighs) Does cooking help you get through it? Oh my God, it was just like changed my life, I think. I think really finding those things that make you happy, which you know, we don't really figure that out till we're probably 30 that yeah. we're like, this definitely makes me feel happy in yeah. a good mood. You know, like having my house clean makes me feel good. So <laughs> I'm going to do that in whatever ways I need to do that. And I'm going, I'm in a really bad mood right now. And so I'm going to go cook some eggs because making food makes me happy and relaxes me. If I need to take medicine, okay. If yeah. I need to do, take a nap and not feel bad about it like okay you know like I think just really learning yourself as much as possible is like what makes me happy and try to get there as much as possible and then give yourself some leniency you know like it's not a fun thing to have anxiety not everyone has it and it's like you know it can be really like paralyzing so just being kind to yourself during that which I have not fully learned at all but like lately I feel like I've been able to get more of the hang of it and i think the hobbies like help me so much and just like proving yourself like i told you going outside would make you feel good now remember (laughs) this if you need to like record it and play it back like you know that that works so just having those things that works and if you need if you need to make a list of what those things are and just like go down them do it you know like i think we all have our own personal list of what makes us feel good
0: I like that. I want to make a toolbox list. Yeah, now. let's do it. We should do of this of today. Yes, yeah. I love that. Yeah. We should share some of our faves.
2: Thank you, Brie. We
3: love
0: you. No, and we're so grateful you. you came to
3: share with us.
0: <laughs> what are your social handles for uh, everyone? Design
3: to... Love Fest across the board.
0: Nice. Love it. <laughs> and go to Target. Run yeah. to your nearest Target and I buy know. anything Design Love Fest. I think Fest. that's where I'm going right after this. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for You're having awesome. me.
3: This was not so hard. See? <laughs> (laughs) be easy breezy yeah
0: Yeah. that's what they call me never
2: Thank you guys so much for listening to our episode with Bree Emery. In two weeks, we sit down with the Show Me Your Moo Moo girls, Cammy A. Bear Miller
0: and Cologne Trude. Uh, we have known these girls for years and years and years, and now we're lucky enough to know them as new moms. So we're going to talk all about what it means to own a business and be a brand new mom and juggling all of that in between. So two weeks from now, stay tuned. Directionally Challenged is a production of Pineapple Productions. Produced by Melissa D. Mons. Edited by
2: Diane King.
0: Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Music by Joe King. And advertising partnership with Acast.